Yo, 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 what's up? What up, what up? Good people, pull up a chair, join us at the Hip Hop Round Table. This is Landon Hill back again with, uh, I think was going to be a pretty uh, pretty compelling episode. Um, but before we jump into that, um, we have, of course, directly in front of me, uh, Mr. Mylon Drake. What's going on with you, brother? You already know what it is, man, in the building in these streets trying to say these kids, man. I'm looking forward to uh, sidekicking with you cats, you know what I mean? These what? guys are awesome. I'm just happy to be in the building. Uh, yeah, that's it. And then, of course, uh, down there, L.A., but from Long Beach, probably gang-banging something. We don't know. But uh, Oh, no. I don't, uh, don't, don't put me on the airwaves it, claiming I, all that. I don't, I don't know, bro. That. I don't know what you do when you're not on, you're not on, you're not on the mic. But uh, we got Young Dev <laughs> down there. What's happening, young sir? Young Dev, man, in the building, trying to get the scoop so I can put it out in the streets back to the boys. Wow, and the, and the see, next generation. See, you pushing work. Yeah, you sounds, say you ain't banging, yeah, but you pushing like, work at least. Sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you're a transporter. <laughs> but yeah, man, just happy to be on with you guys, for real. And I don't know what MOM is talking about, knowing he run the brains of the show. <laughs> the historical context provided by. <laughs> That's what it is. So, please. Got nothing. But I'm definitely glad to, to be on another Thursday. On the mic. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and y'all might not hear this on a Thursday. You might not upload on a Thursday if you don't know. Thursday is our uh, recording night. So that's what uh, that's what Young Dev is referring to. Um, but uh, before we get started, too, just want to make sure that we uh, let y'all know how to get in touch with us. So, of course, um, you can get every single solitary episode on, uh, at Um Every single episode is up there. You can also get... Um, you can also find us on iTunes. Just search Hip Hop Roundtable. Uh, you can also, of course, Facebook is a great way um, to, to stay connected with us. We get all the latest news and just interesting stories and everything up there. Mine gets all of that prepped and, and, and posted. Um, so you can find us at on Facebook at Hip Hop Roundtable uh, Podcast. Um, not at, but just search Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. That'll come up. Um, we got some other stuff uh, in the works, but where can they find you fellas via uh, social media real quick in case they want to, uh, you know, connect with you more, see what you do when you're not on the mic, uh, you know, when they want to just see what the what what the mind of Milan is, is operating like on a you know Wednesday <laughs> afternoon, brother, where can they where can they find you? They can definitely find me at Mr. Drake uh, on Twitter, M-I-S-T-E-R-D-R-A-K-E. Um, I also code uh, my other Twitter account out there in case you want to just see where I'm talking about putting these kids, not putting them in the streets. Wow. Uh, wow. Going to really? The wow. Wow. Be counterproductive. Yeah, it's brother. counterproductive. Wow. But I am out here in these streets trying to save the kids and you can find me at iCode for Oakland. And that is I as in I as in the third I of hieroglyphics. I-E-Y-E-C-O-D-E, the number four Oakland. And that's uh, those are the best places to to find me. And then young you Deb, if they're trying to minded. understand how you plan to uh, flood this work back into the streets from the building, work. Uh, where can they reach you at, brother? How can they find you? Man, you can look on Facebook. We're definitely we're connected to the Hip Hop Roundtable um, podcast page. You can just see us on there. We're posting on there, Devin Howard. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Devy Dev two four seven. That's D E V Y D E V number two 
number four, number seven. So for so, and y'all can uh, catch me at uh, Podcast Slippers on Instagram. <laughs> uh, again, at Podcast Slippers. If you he finally did it. If you don't know that reference, you just got to go back and listen you to a few episodes. And we're not gonna tell you which one. Um, just listen to all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to all of them. Y'all, y'all, y'all understand it then. But it is uh, at Podcast Slippers. Um, and then I am on Facebook, Landon Hill. Again, that's kind of up in the air whether or not you'll actually, I'll actually uh, accept it. But um, definitely for show, for show, you can follow me on um, on Instagram. So uh, that being said, fellas, let's let's jump into um, this topic. So um, I was sharing with the fellas, and I just want to hear y'all in uh, y'all you all's uh, insight, profound insight on this, um, and just your thoughts. So um, as folks may know, uh, Michelle. Um, the Michelet documentary on Lifetime, Surviving Compton. Um, I think it's called Dre, Shug, uh, and something. I forget the, the last part of it. But basically, it's called it's the, the documentary is called Surviving Compton. No, surviving Compton. Um, and it was on, uh, it was on Lifetime. Um, I actually thought it was pretty well done, but, and I want to hear from mm-hmm. you all. But, uh, you know, in that, <clears throat> basically what, what Michelet uh, talks about, and she's been very vocal about this before, uh, but now you kind of get... You know her her story kind of un um, uninterrupted, so to speak, um, about her relationship both with Dr. Drake and Suge Knight, um, and with regards to the abuse that she suffered. Um, you know, at the hands of both of them. Um, you know, according to her. Now, of course, Dre has um, has been pretty adamant um, about not uh, physically abusing her, but um, you know, but that this is her story that she's been telling um, since. Straight out of Compton came out, and uh, and so, but when you look at that, and then you also have this uh, issue with Nate Parker, um, who did uh, who who did Birth of a Nation, right? The story of uh, of Nat Turner um, and the slave rebellion um, in Virginia, but the controversy with him and uh, being, although he was acquitted, he was accused um, of sexually assaulting. Um, a, a young lady, um, both him and a friend of his. Uh, he w- ended up being acquitted. Uh, his friend was not. He served some time. Um, but the young lady actually ended up committing suicide soon after. Or I don't know how soon after uh, after the allegations it was, but she did end up committing suicide. And so all of this came out soon, uh, like as the as the promo for the movie was building up. Um, and you know there has been some controversy because a lot of the story. Uh, or a lot of the movie, um, whether historically accurate or not, has to do with um, you know the the raping of Nat Turner's wife and how that may have played a role in him choosing to do carry out this rebellion, um, and then uh, and the the guy that he was um, involved or the other guy, his friend that was acquitted or that was um, also that was convicted. The one that served time. Um, yeah, the one that served time who was convicted. He actually played a part in creating this movie as well i don't know if he was writing or producing or whatever the case may be so you have that and then you also have all of this stuff with trump going on and locker room talk and um you know the the accusations of uh sexual uh assault or misconduct or whatever the the term is that that he's being um accused of um you know, and and just kind of how he has handled this whole situation around those accusations as well, and and kind of the terms that he uses towards or he has used towards women, all of that type of stuff. So there's a there's like a lot of this stuff brewing. Um, you know, we could probably come up with other examples, Bill Cosby, etc. But just these three things kind of have all happened at the same time, um, and so 
just wanted to look at that and how you know what you think hip-hop's role in this is or just like how does hip-hop really factor into all of this stuff um so dev as usual we'll start with you just first let us know like what did you think seeing the documentary you know seeing dre kind of in that light that portrayal of him um and then you know we can kind of go from there i um i'll definitely first start by saying that uh it was definitely uh, wrong of Dr. Dre for doing that. Um, I could definitely see that there was some other things going on within that that probably it wasn't even really explained in, in the documentary, in, in my opinion. But there had to be something deeper that was going on with Dr. Dre that was then, you know, piled on top on with alcohol, drugs, and, you know, the, the constant being in the you know being in the rap game something maybe like Kendrick will talk about you know just being separate from where you're raised and stuff and just he probably had a lot going on but at the same time that doesn't condone so that's where I'll say that doesn't condone putting your hands on a woman at all but I definitely think between them and the the dynamics between them there was just uh, unfortunate stories that you would hear about you know the things the things that people go through um that that grow up like that so um i definitely seen a love between them that that um being a christian man i saw a, a godlike love in that um being that love is a uh, forgiving you know not not keeping record of how many wrongs but even to the degree of abuse like if you really think deeply about that that's definitely a god thing but at the same time it's just you really can't excuse the violence that was in that. So that's where it's just like, you know, failing on their part of, of following, you know, what they were supposed to do and, and letting, you know, what they, they, I'll say the devil, you know, get to them to the point of, of detri- detrimental things. So that's, that's what I thought. But the documentary itself was portrayed amazingly. Um, it was it was definitely you know I feel like a woman can definitely give you the all assets like they're watching your every move so if they were to tell stories you know they tell stories well <laughs> they they practice every day so to know you know how a woman knows how it went down you can almost feel like that was probably more closer than the truth than anything we've seen because she gave the good and the bad you know so and being very detailed so I thought this was this was really. I put it up there with with the um, wish straight out of Compton. If if it had you know it being lifetime at that without all the backing of of the production, this was definitely I I give it like a nine nine point two three mm-hmm. you know out of ten like like that especially for a lifetime movie. For sure, uh, Mr. Drake, sir. I I appreciate that that Michelle A was able to get her story out for, if for no other reason than to get healing from her own past and her own situation, uh, using mm-hmm. not, not saying that she used it because I don't know her. I don't know how it healed or did not heal her, her soul, but given her there, given the being, being given the opportunity to put voice to her, her pain, is that's what hip hop is? That's what hip hop. Well, that's what hip hop was. Um, <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> I, no, no, just not yet. It's too soon. Um, 
that's what hip hop was. And so with that, I, I applaud her willingness to be vulnerable, transparent, and at the same time, giving, again, giving voice to her story and her testimony. Mm-hmm. Don't think it was, obviously it was not a Hollywood multi-million dollar production. Uh, so it's not, to me, it's not on the same caliber of the, if we're comparing, uh, if we were to compare, it's not on the same caliber as Straight out of Compton. However, the truth and the, the importance, the relevance to Straight out of Compton and those young men who were a part of that story, extremely relevant, obviously debatable whether every aspect of her story or any aspect of her story for that matter, just as that's the same for Straight Outta Compton. We, I don't know, did, did Ice Cube take a bat in there when he went in there? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, or did he just push, push over a glass of water? Like I, I, I wasn't there, so I, I don't know exactly how it went down. And we don't know exactly how it went down for Michelle's story either. Um, with that being said, I, I commend her and salute her for being willing to not only tell her story, but tell her story against a popular hip-hop role player, in a, a, you know, a, 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 a figure in hip-hop. It wasn't like she was talking about, you know, Vanilla Ice or something. You know, Dre is still relevant. And that was a big move. Um, and she, I'm sure she got a lot of, oh, you, you're just hating. Uh, well, no, I'm not hating. If the man hit me, he hit me. It doesn't matter if he so, sold a, a trillion records or only one record. So I, I, I do commend her. I applaud her. And I I wouldn't, you know, honestly, I'm you know, Mylon Drake is not going to rate the movie. Just on my own, for my own accord, for my own opinion. Because to her right to tell her story it is what it is whether i like it or not it's her story mm-hmm. it happened and she has that right to put it out there so uh i think the validity of the accuracy will always be questioned but i do you know wholeheartedly believe that something happened and it wasn't bringing flowers to the doorstep uh, so, there you have it. <clears throat> for sure. Um, I, I think for me, uh, you know, I I thought it was very well done. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't think, you know, Dev, just in, in response to kind of how you uh, how you received it, I don't think mm-hmm. it's on the same level for me or Shadow Company just from the standpoint of, because I don't have as much backstory, stuff isn't going to penetrate as well, right? So I've heard about right. the, how the Ice Cube situation went down. Again, whether it's 100% accurate or not, I've kind of heard, you know, you hear those stories. You've heard about, I've heard about the, um, you know, the the performance they did in Detroit. Like, you hear about those things and, like, being just more familiar with that, certain stuff is gonna, it's just going to resonate more. Um, but but and, and I would also say that you know I think that in watching the movie one is of course it's very disturbing right you never want to see right. anybody who you think is uh, you know has played um, a valuable part in something you love and to a certain degree I would think that you know I would say that a lot of hip hop artists have played a, a role in my life now whether it's a, a huge significant one or not. 
the 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 culture that I love and that I enjoy and the music that I listen to, um, you know, has has impacted who I am, and so therefore they are they are a part of that, right? right. And so, you know, to somebody who who has had such a huge influence on on the culture and therefore me, um, you know, you hate to to see them in such a, yeah. a horrible and negative light, right? But I also think that it's important that we that that story is told, right? To Mylan's point, like too often, you know, I'm I'm sure that there are more stories out there like that that haven't been told for for one reason or another, whether it's because somebody tried to, but they just don't even have quite the same, uh, you know, they, they don't even have the name Michelet, much less, you know, somebody bigger like a Lauren Hill or Queen Latifah or whatever the case may be, right? Michelet right. is certainly not the biggest female figure in hip hop, um, but she has still at least enough of a name to where this becomes something that could be that could be put on Lifetime, right? Um, yeah. So from that perspective, like I, you know, I appreciate that um, that she was able to to share that um, and, and put it out there, and that we're able to kind of see like this is something that happened that that, that has happened. Um, you know, there's obviously, like you said, Dev, there's absolutely no condoning or excusing it. I wouldn't even say I think you know. Based upon the way it was portrayed, there may have been at least a small moment in time where there was like some genuine love there. But I think after once the abuse starts, I think that goes from, you know, I think there's a difference between kind of feeling stuck or trapped in something and and forgiving something even Mm -hmm. as horrendous as it is. Right. And from everything that Michelle kind of or what was outlined in the documentary, I think that she felt trapped in something and she stayed because that was kind of the environment she was in both both with i think i think with dre there was obviously i mean i think a lot of physical abuse has a um you know it has a, a there, there's definitely a psychological component there but with suge at least the way in which it was portrayed there was much more psychological abuse than there was physical um so but for both of mm-hmm. them it was um you know, you could, you could. I, I felt like she just felt very trapped in it, and so it wasn't so much forgiveness as much as it was like, I don't really know what else to do. Um, but all of that said, I think that they did a good job of, of actually portraying it. I feel like, you know, I didn't feel like she was just trying to bash for the sake of bashing, but it was just kind of like, this is what happened. Um, you know, I, I think at the end they they told, you know, they they said what it was like. Trey went on to you know to do these great things he's never uh admitted to it um or through his lawyers you know he's denied it right you know at this point if i'm gonna be a hundred percent honest you know i don't think i think this she's been pretty consistent in terms of the fact that there was some physical abuse that happened i don't i i doubt that there was nothing that happened um and i would just prefer if Dre had, I it would be better, not better for me. That's not the word I want to say. But you know, I think that it would be, um, you know, this all would would go a lot better and look better for Dre if he said, you know what, it did happen. To your point, Dev, if there was some, I don't know that there was or not, but if there was something right. else that was going on, like this is what was going on. I don't condone it. I messed up. You know, whatever, and kept it pushing as opposed to this denial that right. again, just solely in my mind, there's there's something that 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 happened there um and so you know and again suge is a whole nother thing you, you know he man suge is in his own his own world right now sugar, but especially sugar. Some, yeah like sugar but just with the success that dre has amassed and with you know there was already the controversy and straight up compton of leaving this whole thing out and now this is back in and um and all of that 
you know, part of me just as as a fan of Dre wants him to just come out and say, yo, look, this happened. You know, I apologize for it. I shouldn't have done it. This is what was going on. It doesn't excuse it, whatever, whatever, whatever. And at least put it out there. Um, but, you know, that's that that obviously I can't speak for him. And, it, you know, if he if he says he didn't do it, that's that's his right to say. Um, but all of that being said, I think that it is very interesting that you look at Dre Right, you look at um, you look at Dre, you look at Donald, you look at Dre, you look at Nate Parker, and you look at Donald Trump. All three of these men accused of certain things, saying that they didn't do what they had been accused of, and or downplaying it in the case of Donald Trump, um, or or denying it in terms of the accusations, right? Um, and they all are very similar in the way in which they kind of go about defending themselves. And so, on the one hand, you have Dre, which, and in my, I don't, I don't say this to put you on the spot, but I, I, I think it's, I think it's a good point, but it's also something that needs to be, kind of analyzed. Is our heroes don't have to be perfect, which I totally agree with. But what I want to hear from you all, what I want to know from you all is, in our heroes not being perfect, right? Dre has again denied these allegations. Trump has said, "I'm not like that." Was just locker room talk. You know, I don't I, I, I don't condone it, but it was just locker room talk anyway. It doesn't really mean anything. I didn't do these things. Nate Parker said I didn't do it and I don't even feel the need to apologize for something I didn't do. Meanwhile, there's a young lady whose life is lost. Um, when you think about the responses to each of these, like even in taking Dre and Trump, right? The responses to those two things or to those two people and who they are and who they represent and the cultures that they represent. Mm-hmm. Just like what do you like? How do you all view that or see that? I don't even know if there's a direct question, but just like, you know, the response that we as a black community even or, or the hip hop community would have to Dre versus having to Trump. How are they different? Do you think it's cool? Do you think it's not like just what is your take on any of that? It's I think uh, well, I don't know. You kind of it's kind of hard to even judge those type of things, you know, and so. You know, the natural thing, most people just go off of how they feel and, and based off of their experiences, what they've seen people go through. And then they kind of kind of try to, you know, see if that may have happened or if there's a chance of it happening. And when you look at Dr. Dre and Michelet's situation, seeing how they grew up, I mean, they even explain it in a movie. You know, I, I don't want to give it away but they explained in the movie you know how they grew up in Compton and what was going on so a lot of psychological things could have been going on to where they grew into being a certain way as well so when you're looking at that you could definitely have some sort of percentage of 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 an opinion that something had has happened so and and that's regardless of of, of what you doing as a man you just can't you can't hit a woman, so for for Dre to deny it is like another thing to think about. Like like you said, like you need something where it's like you at least admit, you know, that you did it, you mm-hmm. know, instead of deny it and act like nothing is nothing has happened. Um, in Trump's case, in Trump's case, this is a is honestly something like I don't even have like again the fact that you can't really judge things you would have to base on how you feel or what you've seen i don't even know in the situation of being someone as famous like trump and being in situations 
like his accusers to to know what might happen. So with me, those are just like a total blank. I don't know who is saying what. It could be something with the with the female that's causing her. But then also, you know, from seeing with your own eyes with with Trump maybe capable of you know so you just uh, on that i'm at a stalemate with trump situation but definitely you uh with, with dr dre's situation you want to see something happen from that apology i'm not even an apology but you gotta you gotta you know admit well for me i i i've said this before about nate parker and i've said this before about even artists who are accused and have actually uh, been found guilty, or it was quite obvious, you know, one one being a podcast favorite, um, Pac, Pac, Pac did a lot of stuff on camera. It was like, dude, there is no denying what you, <laughs> you we know you did it. Some of it is, well, are we going to just kind of overlook it some of it is are we going to uh, say that well it's different because he's a rapper or because of where he came for his background but because Pac I think the difference between Pac Dre Trump but not necessarily Nate Parker is Pac has always been very transparent and very uh, displayed a willingness to be vulnerable about his mistakes I shouldn't have. I, I did it. I was wrong. I acted. I was drunk. I was high. Um, whatever. I was angry. So he acknowledged his mistakes. And so therefore it was easier for us to walk with Pac. The, the, the difficulty we have with, honestly, with, with Trump and Hillary or Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, rather, if I'm going to use entire names, is they both have done some things, said some things, that they won't just own up to. Mm-hmm. Nate Parker, not only is he not guilty, was he acquitted, but he said, yo, you know, I, you know, I, I feel sorry for that young lady. I, I, I'm, it, it, it hurt me to see her have to, you know, take mm-hmm. her own life for whatever reason, be it mental issues or due to some type of pressure related to to the situation that I was engaging her with. Yeah, that what what more do you want the dude to say? And that's the part about society that comes with fame and wealth that is beyond your control is that the same people who don't like Marshawn Lynch are the same people who don't like the fact that OJ was found not guilty. Okay, well which one is it? So he, you you there's a there's a level of oh and be there's a level of a willingness to do whatever I say until I've said you've done enough. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe you were acquitted, but because you were acquitted and I don't feel that you were remorseful, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. OJ walked around and kept saying not only if he said I did it, would that folks have felt better, but he was like, Man, I ain't do it and he kept a straight face. It was like, <laughs> I hate you so much. Well, now, <laughs> same thing with Nate Parker. Like Bruh got to a point to where he was like, Yo, man, I didn't told y'all about 11 times. I didn't do it. I was acquitted. That 12th time, yeah, I gave you a little attitude. And you were like, oh, well, I never mm-hmm. clutch my pearls at how you respond. And that's just the reality. Mm-hmm. That That's how 
people have that ability and I don't want to say right, but that's what you get when you're out in front, man. You, you're going to get the, the 11 times you were like, oh, I'm so sorry. You cried. And that 12th time you're like, man, how many times y'all going to ask me this question? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't care. He's not here for the people. Same thing with Marshawn. Like, yo, the we don't. What people don't realize is that Marshawn was betrayed by the media. Once he got like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I see what y'all are about. You gonna twist my words, man? I ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna keep twisting my words. Mm-hmm. And you want it? What we wanted? Marshawn keep talking. No, I'm not gonna keep talking. I literally saw what they did. They took my words and twisted them. So, yeah. Therefore, you get no more words from me. He's so disrespectful. Like, wh- what do you? Mm-hmm. It's this willingness. You know, I hate to, 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 you know, go, you know, deep to the, to the far end, but it's this, it's this Fittler, you know, house Negro, I own you at all times type of slave mentality, slave master mentality. Like, look, if I skip too high while I'm in your shackles, then I'm a bad slave. But if I, oh yes, sir, master, if I, if I take your permission, if I might skip and put my knees kind of close to my chest, master, I sure enough appreciate it, then it's okay. But if I get, just get to skipping, even though I got my shackles around my, my, my legs, it's, ooh, don't get beside yourself, Negro. Remember who you belong to. And if you're like, oh, no, that's not what it is. It's just people want, no, it isn't. Because once, if we're going to say that, you know, hey, the same police officers that, beat the hell out of Rodney King on videotape and all were found not guilty. If you wanted us to just take that and just like, hey, man, I don't understand what the anger's about. The guys were not guilty. I mean, come on, guys. Mm. Learn to respect the law. Then when OJ comes around, not guilty. The law's a piece of crap. You know what I mean? It doesn't work. You can't have it both ways. What, what that mm. means is you only want things to work as long as they work for you. You only want Marshawn to talk as long as he says the things that you want to say. Mm-hmm. That's the Kaepernick situation. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick's saying something. If Kaepernick was saying, no one would pro- be protesting if Kaepernick was saying, hey, all police officers aren't bad. Police officers are great people. Hey, that kid probably did something wrong. Hey, stand up. Red, white, and blue. Nobody would have a problem. As soon as he says, man, F the flag. <gasps> well, I know. Again, it's say what I want you to say, when I want you to say it, and how I want you to say it. And once you step out of that, once you step out of place, there's an N word for you that I, w- I won't necessarily display on this particular podcast for the sake of <laughs> Landon's sanctity and, and, and Devin too. You know, I don't want to. My so- sanctity. I don't want to associate y'all with the type of chaos that I bring upon myself. But go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I I agree. I think I agree with both of you um, on 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 certain levels. Um, I think the the piece that I would add, or I guess where I'm conflicted with everything is, you know, you look at Trump and I mean, when I tell you literally like that second, the the second debate, I literally could not get through more than the first 20 minutes because it was, I mean, it was, it wasn't even just like, oh, this is horrible what he's saying. It was like, it's nonsensical what he's saying as well. But just that you like, you know, his comments about, I mean, his, his comments as they pertain to women have been just, uh, you know, horrific, like throughout already. Um, but then to be challenged on them or be asked directly about something to dismiss it as quote-unquote locker room talk, to continue to do so even after kind of being pushed a little bit, and then 
to kind of like try to sweep it under the rug. Uh, it was like, dude, this is horrible, right? Right. But but then when I see the Michelet documentary, and you know you see the piece at the end where it's like, yeah, Dre is still denied this. You know when you look at how all the straight out of Compton rolled out and what the the kind of controversy, yeah, like the controversy that was around that when it was happening. There are some very like there are some parallels, right? Um, and for me, it's like, well, Trump is just like this disgusting dude on many levels, like even outside of the stuff with women, right? I don't necessarily feel the same way about Dre, although I certainly don't agree with a lot of the content of the music, right? Just like I don't agree with a lot of content of the music of Pac or Jay-Z or any one rapper that I might uh, appreciate. I think that speaks to the complexity of a lot of, of us in general, but when you look at certain certain content, of course, there's there's no way I could defend it, argue it, whatever. Um, but there's another, but but so there's a part of me that's like, I mean, it's Dre, like that's the dude who's giving us so much. But there's another part of me that's like, that's very similar to what Trump is doing right now. And am I a hypocrite for kind of being like, well, Trump, you're this like just nasty, repulsive dude, and Dre is like, I well, mean, it's different. It's Dre. dang, I mean. that sucks. But you know, like. <laughs> So, and that's the part that I struggle, and even with, you know, and, and, and even with Nate Parker, it's, you know, the, I, I think the, the thing with Nate Parker is very, the timing of everything is, <laughs> I mean, Slavery Bowl movie, Nat Turner, yo, get, we talk about agency of the highest order, and then it's, ah, uh, yeah, but you shouldn't go see his movie because of this, it's like, dang, that sucks, um, and, I, of course, you don't necessarily want to support that, but at the same time, is it, you know, like you said, he was acquitted. Um, you know, he, this is something that has happened in the past. And I think the the one difference that I see it with, within all of these is that for Trump, this seems to be an issue that is still like in the here and now, right? Like, as far as we know, there hasn't been any, there are no more accusations with regards to Dre's married man. You know, as far as I know, his wife hasn't come out with anything or any other women recently have come out and said that he has, um, you know, hit them or abused them, which may, again, go back to Death's point that maybe there was something going on in that time. And, and again, I, I want to be very clear. I am not in any way excusing it, but just saying that if that's the case, if there has not been like this history or if this is not currently happening in the present, then maybe there are two kind of distinguishing factors Um between the past and the present, right? Same for Nate Parker. If this was something, regardless of, you know, what happened, there were some bad choices that happened at the very least. Um, if, you know, if he has now kind of come out of whatever that was that was going on and is kind of on the, you know, straight narrow now, so to speak, you know, I don't know if it's enough. I don't, I don't necessarily believe this, but for some people, maybe it's enough to say, you know what, that was in the past. It happened. It was wrong. But where they are now, we, we we shouldn't hold that against them, right? Right. Some people may say that. I don't necessarily know 100% where I fall with that. Maybe I'll figure that out as we go. With Trump, though, this is like right now. This is like at least as far as it's, it's not because there hasn't even been the... Because he's in the spotlight right now and he has the opportunity very directly to address it and at least come out and say... 
I mean, he hasn't even done the the one thing that Dre did, which was the which again I don't believe is enough. But even the I apologize to the women I've heard in the past. We have not heard apologize come out of Trump's mouth yet. Right. With all of these things coming out. So I think that's the one difference. But I think there are very similar tendencies. And I think that, you know, hip hop in general, when you listen to a lot of lyrics, when you listen to a lot of content, you know, this is something that's been troubling for a while. But now looking at Trump, there are a lot of things that we kind of let slide a little bit that Trump to me is now revealing like, yo, we got to. We, we got to get it together because we can't call him out on one hand and then kind of be like, I mean, but that's Dre on the other. Right. right? And that's mm-hmm. the part that's like really kind of conflicting um, for me. Uh, and so I don't I, you know, I don't know what y'all you know, where y'all land with any of that in terms of like, you know, if it was in the past, it's in the past. And now it's cool, you know, it's supporting, you know, I, I don't know. But that's, you know, that, that may be my next question for you all, because that's kind of where I. I struggle right now. I feel like, um, you know, and this, and we, we, we all in, the, we all in the same world. So, you know, like you said, it's, it's almost, it's, it's not saying as it doesn't sound as excusable as our heroes aren't perfect, but at the same time, we're all humans, and and somebody can be as genius as Dr. Dre and still not be you know, a good person. There was a lot of people we know who had gifts and they just weren't good people. You know what I mean? So that can very much well be what that is. And, and as far as, as far as, um, feeling like that, that should be swept under the rug or saying that's Dre. No, you definitely, especially after seeing the documentary, you definitely feel like a, a, a sour taste from him now. At least that's what I feel like a sour taste from Dr. Dre. But at the same time, it's it's like, well, he's just gonna have to deal with his life because he's he's another human, you know what I mean? And and uh, I guess in comparison of what we what we say, you know, with Trump, it's almost like if he wasn't running for presidency, we we wouldn't we would kind of be the same way. Like, oh, that's just Trump, yeah. you know what I mean? So the fact that he's going for a position that actually at least characteristic wise has standards and honor and, you know, has some great characteristics. That's the fact that he, <clears throat> <but>. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're saying. That's the goal. Is. Yeah. I yeah, mean, the goal is to have those. That's, that's why I think he's getting most of the ridicule now. So, no, and, you and, know, and I, 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 I agree with, I agree yeah, with that. Go ahead. No, no, I said, I, 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 I have to agree with that. That's, that's all. I, I think that's, it's valid. I want you to finish finish your point, brother. I, I don't I don't want you to leave no kids in. The I was street. gonna, yeah, I was gonna say so. So yeah, we just, I, I, that's how I feel. You know, as far as anybody who's who's in the in the industry, when you when you hear about you know pastors and 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 ministers and stuff doing what they do, you know, how do we respond to that? We really can't do much, but you know, say that they're gonna have to live out their lives, and we we pray for them and. And, and and keep it moving and, and just it's like like we said we enjoyed the gift with dr dre but at the same time we're all human so it's like if he was not a good person then you know we took we took what we what we got from you the, the good thing and so if we had to if we had to say something about you 
It's more like, yo, I mess with his music, but him as a person, that that has been done before. You know, so the same with Trump. But, you know, like I said before, the fact that he's running for presidency is the reason why we say what we say now. So. Uh, I, I, I think there is no there is no difference. Um, Dre and Trump are the, are the exact same. There's no there's no difference. The only difference between Dre and Trump is that Trump highlights and rides into the dark, pale moonlight on every occasion, every time he opens his mouth. And so it's it's a it's a disrespectful to me. It's an assassination on your on your in, on your intelligence to watch somebody on Monday say, I hate black people and then on Thursday say I love black people mm-hmm. I saw it I, I was watching the, the show where you went on called I hate black people I sat down recorded it and saw you sit and do a two hour interview discussing how much you hate black people and then on Thursday you changed it I love black people black people should vote for me it's the least you can do what and then yo we saw you on I hate black people. What what was up with that? I was never on I hate black people. Are you like what? Are you serious? It just it infuriates you because it's not yeah. it's not just about the did he you know, for Dre it's did he or did he not? Or what was the situation? You know, in Ike in the Ike Tina situation, uh it's the same exact thing. You know, Ike was accused mm-hmm. of beating Tina and Tina talked about it she she gave voice to her story she made a movie okay well were you did you does that make it okay of course not it does make you have to at some point take the r kelly road like if an r kelly song comes on right now are you going to change the channel or are you just going to go as far as i will never buy any new r kelly music like I still rock with the old stuff, but the, <laughs> the stuff before I found out about how he rolls. But as of right now, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. And that goes with everything. That goes with athletes. To me, that's where we are now. Like it goes with athletes. Or so you gonna rock with the with the athlete athlete that's a deadbeat dad? Yeah. Um, I didn't know he. I didn't know he didn't take care of his kids. Well, now you do. So you still fool. You still fool with Jordan. You know he cheating on his right. wife. Jordan Steele, the greatest of all time. He cheated on his wife. Kobe Steele, one of the top two or three point uh, shooting guards of all time. He cheated on his wife. Uh, I was, you know, uh, joking with the wife the other day. I was like, okay, so Kevin Hart, why, why you and your wife get divorced? You mm-hmm. all happy go lucky on Instagram, but why, why y'all not together? Well, did you cheat, my dude? <laughs> hmm, interesting. So it's like we don't. It's everything is. And it's not about, again, it's not about perfection. Richard Pryor did an entire stand-up after he damn near killed himself after smoking a crack pipe and catching on fire. He did a movie where he acted mm-hmm. in it, where you, you you know it was accurate because he was in the movie. He was like, no, nah, so what I did was I held a crack pipe like this, then I threw it on the ground. So it wasn't someone making a movie, a remake. He was in the movie. I respect that. Folks respect your, you know, when you're when you're completely transparent. Again, 
it's not just about the lie or the, the, the deed. It's about how do we how do you walk in the in the now? And I agree with you, Landon, where you're saying, yo, Dre, just just admit it, my dude. Like if you're just right. like, Yeah, man, that was a dark time. Man, get with a nice one of these one of these nice publicists that'll hook you up with a nice speech. You know, I acknowledge. Knowledge, acknowledge, fully, fully, my, 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 you know what I mean? Oh, you know, God. Do, do it at a stadium, you know, shed a tear on the right, on the left side, let the tear drop, do the Ja Rule, you know what I mean? Let the tear roll down the side of your face. Oh. And then we like, yo, how you not going to roll with Dre after that? Apology, <laughs> like, coming oh. out with cry, cry, um, b- cries by Dre. Like, he's, he's dedicating a whole line uh. of headphones to tears, my dude. Like, you got to rock with this dude. That's, that's a possibility. But I can't even discuss that as a possibility with you. Nah, I ain't do it. You ain't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. So you right. ain't never hit her. <laughs> well, I didn't hit her like that. Okay, so that would infer that there was a hit. Yeah. Not that many times. Though. Like, oh, God, for crying out loud, my dude. Just say you hit her. And it's not even about, like, the three of us. We all may have done some things in our past. Uh, except the two of you, you guys are extremely uh, clean cut dude. But uh, you might have done some things in our past, but they're not, you don't just walk around like, yo, uh, just like to start off this podcast, man, back when I was eight, man, uh, I stole many a candy bar. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to Rollo's Liquor, man. I was just, that's where I was doing most of my stealing. Uh, then I would sell those said candy bars to uh, homeless people for $3. Uh, and, you know, hey, you don't just come out like if somebody comes out like, aha, we got you on tapes selling, stealing Rollos, candy bars and selling them. You know what? That is me, dog. I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's, it's the piece of your morality that you don't always want to acknowledge. And in some instances, you know, Day Day from Oakland Tech don't have to, Mm -hmm. but you're on TV, Nate Parker, you making a movie. Mm-hmm. You gotta acknowledge yours, about, dog. About uh, that, that is highly focused on hey, the you, very thing. Hey, man, you gotta do it. Yeah. You, you making a movie with the right, dude? Now, with well, the like, hey, man, you you kind of in a different space, my dude. Like, yeah. I ain't gotta admit yeah. mine because I'm not on television. <laughs> but you, you definitely gonna have to admit yours. You gonna want to do that? Go ahead, Dan. Now I'm just gonna uh, insert where they said the actual thing was the thing that wasn't historically accurate. Oh yeah. yeah, well yeah. So and, and I don't know for sure. I mean, I know the I know the Nat Turner no. like story. Of course, no Hollywood movie is going to be a hundred percent historically accurate. Um, I know that I, at least from what I've gathered, because I haven't seen the movie yet. Um, I there, I want to, and actually I'm going to get to that as well. But from what I understand, and y'all can correct me if if I'm wrong, if you have any further insight. But from what I understand, the the real issue is that. Or one of the the kind of the thing that makes this even more kind of convoluted is that um, I guess kind of the thing that in the movie has sent Nat Turner over the edge is the rape of his wife. And people are saying like that part isn't historically accurate. Like that wasn't what led him to actually like go on the revolt. Now again, if what pieces of that or any part of the movie is 100% historically accurate, like I don't know. I think the spirit of Nat Turner end of himself as like like that is huge especially in a moment like today and i'm not i'm not asking for people to go out and start just killing white folks like that's not what i'm saying but (laughs) just in terms of like you know the fact that we are in this very kind of heated climate right now 
um, with a lot of the the killings, the murders of black folks, um, and the rage that exists within people. You know, I think that's kind of what Nat Turner like embodies in a lot of in a lot of ways. And so now seeing somebody that's like fighting back is super super powerful. Whether it's a hundred percent historically accurate or not, I don't know, and I'm not sure that it matters. I think if you you know if you use this as a teaching moment for your child, so you're like, yo, we're about to go see this movie, and I don't know how old, like maybe as an older child, I don't know, that's whatever people decide to do. Like maybe you see it, and then you're like, all right, so that was the movie. This is the exact events that happened, but you know, kind of the, again in the spirit of it is very much the same. That, I think that's up to certain folks, but. This is and and Mylan, you started to kind of touch on this, and so Dev, I want to hear your your input, and then Mylan, any other um, any other opinion you might have. Like, so when we when we think about though, like, well, do you support Dr. Dre from now on? Like, you know, I got the last Compton album, I and mean, I got the last album he dropped. Yeah. I actually liked it, but again, <laughs> yeah, that's whatever. Like, you know, and again, now this was before everything. Now. It, Full transparency. This was after all of the stuff came out around Shadow Compton and, and kind of the controversy around it, but before the Michelet. So, and I don't know. Are you condoning your purchase? No, 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 no. That's what I'm about to, no, this is what I'm about to say. I was gonna say I don't, and I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if my decision would have changed or not. But the. But also, when you look at Nate Parker, like one of the things that I that I had been saying, and now I'm kind of giving pause to, is like, you know what? I don't know if it's true or not. Just because he's acquitted doesn't mean that, you know, he didn't do it necessarily. But it also it, there was a bad decision that was made, whether it was yeah, to the sure. extent that it happened or not, mm-hmm. right? But my argument had been that like this is still bigger than Nate Parker, right? Like this is about this is an image that I think a lot of black folks need to see. Right, especially because yeah. I, you know, I work with a lot of young people who hadn't even heard of Nat Turner up to this point. So this is this is something that's pretty important. But I kind of am pausing on that now because I was reading an article from school and it was talking about how in a lot of these instances when we're talking about this abuse and sexual assault and rape and all of these things, right, with regards to women, typically it's the woman's voice that still ends up the black woman's voice specifically that still ends up getting left out. Right. So and I know that like in the case of, of Nate Parker, it wasn't a black woman, but just, you know, in the overall sense, like we've been sitting up here talking about these figures who are all men right now. Right. If I say that this is bigger than Nate Parker, sure, it's bigger than Nate Parker. But is it bigger than women's issues and the issue of sexual assault against women? Right. Is mm-hmm. the Dr. Dre like, yo, he did so much for hip hop like. You know, bigger. am I now saying that what he's done for hip hop is bigger or greater than Michelle and perhaps anybody else, any other woman, uh, um, you know, D Barnes, whoever else has accused him of assaulting, or, you know, uh, of assaulting them? Like, am I saying that now his contribution is still greater than the abuse that they suffered? Right. And that's where that's another thing that kind of gives me pause now to be like. Well, I don't know. Now, do I still want to see Birth of a Nation? Of course. Do I? Am I still going to play a Dr. Dre album? Uh, probably. Like, 
Am I going to buy any in the future? I don't know. Landon's but, views do not reflect those. But, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't say I was going to. You're not going to play. You ain't going to play Chronic no more. No, I was just playing it just a second ago. But yeah, listen, yeah uh, exactly. Uh-huh. But so, so, but that's what I. But that's what I want to hear from you. Like, you know, how how do you how how do y'all kind of navigate that? Right. Like, again, that's what my 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 biggest thing was. I mean, this is bigger than Nate Parker, but but I failed to really think about is it bigger than. The, the woman who was sexually assaulted in one way or, another, or you know was in this altercation and ended up taking her life. I don't know. So the, I'll leave that for yeah, you. Yeah, it's is is it's difficult because the platform. Yeah, it's difficult because the platform that the movie is on and what it is for is different than that of the sexual abuse just naturally and that and that is something that's wrong with you know our society is the fact that other than Oprah and Ellen and you know people like that those are the biggest that most of the issues of that will get whereas we celebrate you know movies and uh but then that's what that's what kind of it's kind of hard too to judge. It's, it's just I feel like it's I would say to go to say that it's different as far as it you're bringing up an issue on a different stage. It's like going to it's like going to Oprah's show and being like, "Yo, but black people got abused for three hundred plus years." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's a different platform. So as far as me wanting to go see the movie. That's what I think about when I'm going to see the movie. So the fact that the allegations are are kind of interrupting that is like, well, you're bringing another issue that is relevant into another issue that is relevant. Mm. You know what I mean? So I I do agree that we need to have, and there has been movies about sexual abuse and, and trying to, I don't think as good or as profound as something, you know, that, that has portrayed other um, issues, but is out there as well, and I just feel like in, in this case, as important as as sexual abuse is, it was brought into a different, you know, category to 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 be shed on, and and I'll make the analogy as far as if we're if we're going on someone's uh, talk show, and, and we're and that you know they shouldn't go on the show because that person used to have slaves or something like that and now they're saying that they got sex you know it's like you're just bringing a different issue so I, as far as I would like I would separate them but they, they, they have equal relevancy to me okay uh, I, will, I will say this Is our, our past will always if we are to be judged by our past, then none of us would ever be able to speak again, except for the two of you. Uh, everybody else would be absolutely quiet. Um, and I and I say that because, and I'm looking here. You know, I have a the video of Malcolm X on um, on the cover. I mean, on, on the table here while we're while we're talking. Now, Malcolm X, when he was younger. Uh, he did all type of stuff. He used drugs, uh, slept with women. He had a different mindset. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not ready, willing, or nor do I think it is logical for me to put away anything that Malcolm X stood for as a man and as a movement because of his past. I say the same thing about Dr. Dre. Is Dr. Dre has has Dr. Dre made mistakes? Will he? It, did he make a mistake today? <laughs> Probably so. Will he make? A, Might be a drastic one too. <laughs> yeah. Will he make a mistake tomorrow? Probably so. That does not change. This is and honestly, I, you know, I will use OJ. I've used OJ twice. This was my argument. The second, um, and this is you know, I'll, I'll use OJ and I'll use. Uh, Sandusky. Okay. Mm. Now Sandusky was the coach at Penn State when these accusations came against. Mm. Um, I can't think of. It. I don't know why. Um, Paterno. Paterno. He was the coach, or he was a no, part Paterno, of. Wait, Paterno was still coaching, Paterno was and Sandusky was, yeah, the Sandusky was the accuser. Yeah. As a child growing up in the early 90s if you wore any if you wore a blue jersey with white numbers it was almost safely assumed that you were representing it was a football jersey you were representing something from Penn State that's how impactful the colors blue and white were to, to football he made an, an enormous impact on football and Penn State because Penn State wasn't always like this great football uh, or uh, program. But not. But with that being said, as soon as these accusations come, like, we need to tear down his statue. Wait, what? The, the statue is not up there for what he's done today. The statue represents what he did for Penn State before. OJ is still hands down. I believe he still leads the, the Buffalo Bills uh, rushing record. What OJ did at Stanford is still hands down great as far as uh, Heisman Trophy. Like none of that stuff, you don't get to take away what people did for something that they do. I I think that that statement in itself is a sign of the human, the fragile, the frag, the fragile human emotional stance on just about everything on earth. I could if you find out that I kicked a dog back in third <laughs> Bill Clinton was running for president. He smoked weed in college. Now I shouldn't vote for, Did the mother smoke weed yesterday? No. Then leave me stop telling me about but that's what you that's what campaigns do. They drag your past. Now if they're dragging you know I just saw uh, an ad on a, for an uh politician who is re he's running and they were talking about in the eight years that this brother's been here he hasn't done anything worthwhile okay letting me know he doesn't have a track record of success i get it but not to bring up the fact that back when this dude who was 50 years old back when he was 12 he robbed a liquor store or he he ran he he he, he rode in a stolen car i'm not saying that that was right when he was 12 but i am saying are we constantly going to judge the world on their past? Because if that's the case, I don't need to hand you my resume and my cover letter. I need to hand you a diary or I need to bring in people who knew me back when I was 11. Because what I hand you when I come to a job 
is my resume and my accomplishment. The best of me. So can we not take the best of a person and acknowledge that, yo, Dre, I can, I have no problem saying on this podcast or to any person who saw me in the street, Dr. Dre is a, uh, had a, a massive impact on hip hop. With that being said, he had a, a stained past. He had the accusation that went unadmitted with Michelle A. He had um, the D Barnes. The D Barnes. So we, yeah, got you. I have no problem saying that, but I don't have. I, I'm not going to say, well, yeah, because of D Barnes, because of Michelle A. Uh, we should just take. And no. It's <clears throat> so my last example. I, we should just take everything Dr. Dre has done and, and erase it. I know you're not going to like this, but it is what it is. Uh, Fab Five. Who, right. <laughs> it's so good, bro. Yeah, I still right. respect the Fab Okay, five. okay. I, just, so, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Some, some, time, some places good. are very it's, uh, it's fresh. I, you know, yeah, it's all good. So Fab Five, uh, University of, can I say their name? Go ahead. Okay, bro. they were. They were, <laughs> they were For people who don't know, I went to Michigan State, so I am a proud Spartan, although they suck in football right now. I am still a proud Spartan, so that's why my mind was that. Yeah, just got to be For those who don't know. You got to be gentle. So Fab Five, they go through. Do some of the in in history the only thing the only team to even come close to doing what they did was a five slammer jamma but I don't believe the five slammer jamma were freshmen mm. these guys were the f- freshmen and then they went freshman sophomore I believe they may have stayed their junior year as well and just did some spectacular things in basketball they they were poor coming from poor communities so they took you know a suit here food here. Uh, they were supported in in ways that the NCAA is reviewing now is probably not really that big of a deal. So then they just said, you know, we got to take everything they did out the rafter, out the rafters. Wait, what? No, uh, that's not how it worked. When I was out here dunking on cats my freshman year, I wasn't eating a burger that was that was bought for, by a by a booster. I was playing basketball. I, the, just erasing someone's history or contribution is okay. If you're going to do that, then give everybody their money back who bought tickets to a Fat Five game. Mm. Oh, you're not doing that. Oh, no, we're not doing that. We're just going to mm. take their name out the Raptors. Over. That we will do. So that is my support theory for be careful how, 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 far, how far back you're willing to remove someone's impact. Yeah, no, I, I think those are all great points. Um, I, I I think that where people struggle, myself included, um, because, again, I, I think for all the reasons you mentioned is why I say, like, you know, had the Michelin documentary come out, like, the day after Share Out of Compton and I watched it, would I have not gone and got the Dr. Dre album? I don't know that it wouldn't necessarily change. Would I have waited? A month, <laughs> like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know, right? Like I don't know where I would, where, where my headspace would have been. Um, but I think that the, I think the one thing that still gives me reason to pause is that when you think about somebody like, you know, you brought up Malcolm X, right? Malcolm X versus Dr. Dre. Whether he said it or not, I think that there is the acknowledgement that that Malcolm X recognized, like, yo, what I'm doing to myself and to others is reckless. It's harmful. And he made a conscious decision to switch that and then try to now help folks, right? Like in yeah. whatever capacity. So, right. 
for Dre, although, and again, this is why I brought up earlier, he may very well have not, he may not have so much as hugged his wife, much less touched any other woman in the last 10 years. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But the fact that he has yet to acknowledge and in doing so has kind of kept this, I'm sure whatever cycle of like this, some some sort of pain or whatever he may have caused for any number of women, um, at least two that we know of, uh, or that have said something, if not more, there does not seem to be the acknowledgement of that. Right? The same for uh, same for for uh, Paterno. It was like, yo, if you knew of all of this, and you said nothing. So already you're kind of like in the wrong. You're already kind of like despicable. But then as stuff comes out, it's the ducking and dodging as opposed to owning it. Right. And I think that's the one part that makes it difficult. It's a lot easier to swallow to say, Yo, yes, of course Malcolm X did horrible stuff. But he recognized that that's why he changed. He told you what he did. Yeah, he yeah. Didn't even it's know like, what he did he, unless he Exactly. Told it's like, all right, cool. So now... And that kind of adds to, like, the legacy of it, right? Like, it's like, wow, he, you know the story, you know, you know the, the, uh, the whole context behind it, you know that he recognized I did something wrong, I'm willing to put it out there, like it or not, this is who I am, and this is what I'm trying to do to correct it. Because there's not, and again, somebody like Dre, he might be trying to do that. Somebody like Nate Parker, like, and again, I think Nate Parker is slightly different, um, in, in some circumstances, but but still, just because there's a lot of parallels, like the way in which they live their lives, they may in fact try to do that. And for some people, that may be just fine as long as they're trying to do that now. And again, sure. if you say that, like the, you know, that's that's all good. But it's it's much more difficult for me to believe that you are, and or it gives me reason to at least pause and be like, I mean. There's got to be some level of accountability Correct. if you oh. don't actually say it, right? You know, there's got to be something. I don't think that it's enough to just be like, I mean, yo, we're all flawed. He ain't did nothing since, so whatever. But I also don't think that you can just simply strip everything out, right? And be like, well, because he did this, this now overrides every single accomplishment or every single um, thing that, that, that they have ever given to us or to the world. So... I think that that to me that's the one difference, um, and I would wish again. I, I think it all goes back to had, if Dre had just stepped up and said, and and I think the, the what we what Dre and others run the risk of is you end up then looking like a politician. You look like a look whoever like when something concrete comes out where it's like. Oh, somebody has some footage. Somebody in the studio has some footage from like 20 years that they've been holding on somewhere. And it finally comes out. And then it's like, yeah, you know, I, I apologize for what I did. It was wrong. And it's like, dude, that's not a real apology now, right? Like, that's what and like that's what I run a risk of. Because if you do that, then it looks even worse than if you had just stepped up and said, you know what? Yo, Michelle, D. Barnes, anybody else? You know, this was a... I, I hate that I did this. There was some stuff that was going on that I just felt like, you know, the I, I took my anger out in the wrong places. I've grown from that. I haven't done it since. 
I love my wife. I love my family. I would, and you know, and I would hate for any man to ever do that. To whatever you got to say, right? Whatever is truthful, not what I want to hear, but whatever is truthful for you. Um, but unless you do that, then there's still kind of this like, are you still condoning this? Like, if somebody rolled up, like if somebody was in the studio with you right now and you saw them hit a woman, like would you just be like, oh well, hey, I mean that's how we used to do it back in the day. So like, like that's yeah, because you know again, what I mean? going like, back to Trump. He, you know, I was watching Thirteenth, uh, and he, which is a dope documentary on, awesome on Netflix. He was saying, uh, Trump was saying, you know, back in the d- good old days, he referred to it. He said it several times, like back in the good old yeah. days, that protester would have left here in a stretch. Like back in the good old days, they would have handled that real mm-hmm. quick. Back in the, like yo, like like you saying, like are, are, if a woman gets out of line, are you about to bust out? Well, back in the good old days, yeah, you used to just. Smack the hell out of somebody. They said something. I don't care if it's a female or not. Like, it, it's 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 t- it's touch and go, my dude. It's touch and go. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. So, um, that said, uh, you know, we we talked about this. We, uh, as is usual, we had a couple um, ideas up in the air before we got on. So, uh, we realized we we're, we're gonna have to uh, do a part two of this and um, get some some uh, get some perspective. And some insight from some ladies uh, on this topic, because, like we said, you know, like we were talking about, the the last thing that we want to do is silence them and be the dudes talking about dudes that are doing horrible things to women, and you know, we're not keeping the women in mind, nor are we hearing their voices. So, uh, part two, uh, our wives don't know. I think mine maybe does. I don't know if you if you two brothers have informed your wives yet, but we're gonna try to get them on here to um, to to discuss. Uh, just a little bit further and like really hear from them you know and like again how does hip-hop play into um how does hip-hop play into all of this um so but of course like let us know what your thoughts are find us on facebook uh again hip-hop roundtable podcast uh on uh hip-hop roundtable.podbean.com hip-hop roundtable podcast is at hip-hop roundtable podcast on instagram we got that up and running now um, you know, if you go to, to, to the Podbean website, you can rate, comment, subscribe, all of that, just like you can on iTunes as well. Search Hip Hop Roundtable there. Um, you got to do all of that. So, uh, so, so please do. Uh, Deb, did you have something before we, before we wrap up? No, I was definitely going to say that I'm, I'm interested in seeing, you know, what the perspective is of the ladies on uh, part two. Um, I can definitely... Um, as far as you said, with, with Trump being in the in the good old days, there's there's quite a bit of history of some of some <laughs> Got a <lot> things of, days. <laughs> <laughs> of times, you know, that he may be talking about and the things that that work and don't. So I'll be interested to see, you know, just what they what they'll say about that. For sure, for sure. So uh, we 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 gonna work we gonna work on um, getting them to get back on the mic again. Uh, for the second time, I get them all, I get them all on here. Right. So, uh, but uh, before we go, fellas, as we usually do, any um, any shout outs uh, before we before we get off of here? I I I, I got one. Uh-oh. Rarity, it's a rarity. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever that sound is, the DJs make. I, I, right. It's horrible to uh, interpret. <laughs> you know the sound they do that for. That's that, that's. Brother, that's, oh, I know what you're. You trying, know I know what you were trying to do. Yeah. Didn't, didn't quite work, I but I know what you was trying to do. 
Actually, I have two shout outs, so now you can do it. Now you can. No. Uh, it's, it's not going to sound any better. First, first shout out is, is in the inner circle uh, just this past weekend, because um, t- today's Thursday recording night. Um, Mr. Mylan right here, M O M, as he, as he was, no uh, so should. <laughs> As he so should hold a retreat for for uh, the yes, males yes. in high school, I believe, yes. and just and just tackle these issues, especially that's been going on right now. As Landon would say that you know these kids don't don't really know who Nat Turner is, and, and thinking about how far removed I am, I knew, but not realizing now the generation that has grown up may not know. So that that's definitely. And and knowing that Mylan here is is stepped up and and as as he says in these streets, here's some evidence with this shout out. I, I appreciate him just having a full weekend and pouring into these young men and shoot inviting us out to speak. You know he knew we had some podcast knowledge to drop on him real quick. Um, and so I just thank you for 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 doing what you do. And my second shout out is. Um, the it's kind of a i guess if we could say his name well if i say his name you know we, we ain't getting paid but the show atlanta on fx this is a good this is a good op- you know there, occasionally there's there's a there's a there's an okay moment and this okay. is one this is one. shout shout out to donald glover aka rapper childish gambino for creating such a a, a different and and therefore amazing show i i compare it to um, like the Chappelle show, especially with this late episode of uh, skits, um, but being able to take comedy and still talk about social issues and, and be provoking is something of great talent to me. That's why I think comedians are, are as good as they are and, and they're smart. Most of them are intelligent and know what's going on because they actually take social issues and, and present them in a comedic fashion. So I definitely get that vibe from this show. So shout out to that just being in existence now you know since season one and uh, i'm excited to see where it's going sure brother Mylan. i will say i would i would do two shout outs as well uh same shout out as as devin in the inner circle uh, these brothers came out both of them had you know one was celebrating his wife's birthday the other one was entertaining guests pinkies to the moon uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's fine. He, he had it. He's, you know, I don't, I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was a place, but apparently there's a place called Sausalito. Really, uh, really, you, you had no idea. I, I, I didn't I mean, know. You had no clue. You keep going. In, so if you keep going past San Francisco, is that correct? You or I'm near San Francisco. Yeah, you just right. keep going. I thought San Francisco uh, was it. Yeah, I thought that was the end. Of, but you know, you keep going past <laughs> it. You get a. You I don't got, know if you go past or not. I don't know where. It is. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. either way, I'm you gotta have access. I don't. It's like Black Hawk. Uh-huh. It's like you gotta. Have, a, a card you show your bank account it's, it's crazy oh. they were there pinkies up tasting wine this eating guy. cheese having breakfast uh he was doing a lot of great things um <laughs> but you know hey Devin came through spoke to the kids uh i tried to give him some food but the kids had eaten it all uh landon <laughs> came through and ate a lot of food he ate uh oh. yeah several oh. pieces of food he was the keynote speaker he, he was the last right. voice. He, he was the last voice they heard so i i just really i oh, know seriously all all jokes aside I, I i really i gave these brothers a hard time i was like yo what y'all doing they was like oh we entertain i was like no 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 no. y'all got to come out here the revolution there the revolution depends on it and uh they made they made way 
and I, I appreciate it truly I do hopefully they did receive the eat the thank you emails from the from the organization that was hosting did. said uh, oh yes brother okay. Mike brother yeah, Mike okay. definitely um, so uh, it, it was an honor and a pleasure and I just want to shout out so the second half um, is shouting out young uh, Damon Lillard point guard for the Portland Trailblazers the okay. reigning best player from Oakland active player from Oakland yeah. Gary, Gary relax <laughs> relax uh, we actually saw him at district the other night relax, too super relax best active player Leon Poe relax relax <laughs> you think Jason Kidd got something to say relax just relax um, the best active player from the town in the NBA in my, in my humble opinion um, he has a, a, a not a mixtape but an album called The Letter wow. O on iTunes uh, I'd search a record store to see if they have it as well dang dollars you, you would dang. actually you would actually purchase this, this so it's okay to go into Rasputin for this one for this one this is okay, town I, business I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just making sure because brother I, every time I walk into Rasputin it, it seems to be a problem like so I'm just making sure because I'm paying good. for something brother anyway um, <laughs> yeah I just want to shout out Dame Dollars aka Damon Damon Lillard uh, Oakland Zone that's what I just said, Damien. Damien, brother. Damien, brother. Respect. All right, now all this now can't get the name right. I yeah, can't even get the name right because I'm it's being interrupted. Dame Dollar, though. You just search Dame Dollar. You'll find You'll it. You'll find it. Uh, Oakland High Zone representing. Check his album out. The only – this will definitely – I don't even have to – I haven't even heard it. It's the best <laughs> athlete album of all time. Probably. Yeah. It's not probably. It's the best athlete album of all time. Every athlete – to date, has sucked at rapping, and Dame has already proven that he's he uh, could he could retire from basketball. I don't know if anyone would go as far as being happy about him retiring from basketball, but he could if he if he so desired. I, I would agree with that. We'll, we'll have to give people our reflection on the album. It's awesome. Right. Uh, but I'm saying after we listen to it's it. It's awesome. Brother. Okay, I'm not disputing. <laughs> anyway, we go good. Um, I will continue with the 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 uh, is it intra intra circle love uh, here and and appreciate is that, a, is that a word that your degree taught you I don't I don't know I don't word. know brother I don't know no. they taught he brought words about, back from Sausalito this is amazing I no no, no <laughs> uh, I appreciate it I didn't brother I don't know what I was just saying the inner intra I know I don't I I always struggle with the difference between inter and intra I don't know you know what I never struggled but, I didn't even uh, know there was a difference inner, <laughs> inner circle That's no not inner inter you know like when you talk about inner interpersonal and intrapersonal like it's one of those things. Anyway, I don't know. Um, but just, you know, again, uh, Mylon hooking up the, the whole retreat. I know that the brothers that were, that were up there definitely appreciated it. Um, they were locked in. They were asking questions. They, um, you know, they, they Mylon had them in there. Really what it was was that <laughs> Mylon just wanted a weekend where somebody could cook him food. I, and, uh, you know, he just wanted to get away and have people cook him food. And so those brothers up there cooking food and Mylon was eating um, and I guess drop some jewels along the way, but uh, you know it was still good to be able to get up there um, and, and and talk to them for a little bit. Mylon had the bright idea of having me speak after a professional, a former professional MLB player. Like, and I don't say that like jokingly. Oh. He literally played professional baseball. Oh. Um, <laughs> he had several other businesses, uh, real estate. 
I don't know what I was supposed to say after that dude went up, but Mylan put me on the spot there. Um, but it, but outside of that, it was a it was a great time. Dev got up there on Saturday. I got up there on Sunday. Um, you know, brother Mike at at College Track was in there. He holds those young men down on a daily basis. So um, appreciate you for that. Uh, only two other shoutouts I have. One game with this 1992 album. This dude has hit a stride uh, lately with the material and the music he's putting out. 1992, I think, is another dope album um, by that dude. So uh, just acknowledging that I, I, I am bumping that. I went into Rasputin and uh, and purchased it again. I still buy CDs. I'm a. I know I'm a dinosaur. Um, dinosaur. Dinosaur. Um, but went out and got that. And then. Um, on a on a serious note, I don't think that I ever expected to give him a shout out. And this is probably not necessarily a shout out, but more so just a uh, literally uh, prayers um, with, uh, with with Bobby Schmurda, who um, was just convicted on guns charges and uh, I believe was given six years um, in, in prison. Um, you know he, uh, you know. On, this is right on the heels of 13th being coming out on Netflix. Um, and so when you just think about that, when you think about Bobby Schmurter, very, very young dude who obviously gained a lot of popularity um, with his song, the content, the imaging, the, the images, all of that. Um, you know, a lot of people had took, took issue with it, as did I. Um, but, you know, the one picture that I saw, you could see in the end, like this dude is still just a young black kid trying to figure it out. And now he's he's in the system. Um, you know, apparently while he was in court, he kind of yelled out something to the fact to the effect of like, you know, I didn't want to take the plea. He basically took a plea. Um, you know, he basically said he was coerced into doing so and his lawyer forced him to or somebody oh. forced him to. Um, you know, whether that's true or not, it's another young black man that, that's caught up in the system now. So, um you know, I just I, I just say that to say we got to learn from this stuff, man. We got to learn this dude who was sitting in jail for the longest, all the people that are supposed to support him, all the dudes he was with in the video. I'm not saying that they have the means to, but, they you know, where do they where do they go now? The record label who had him performing in front of a number of folks, several of them white performing what was supposed to be the next thing that's going to bring them a paycheck. Um, you know, where is that support now? We got to be able to learn from this understand that this this thing is after us um and so i just you know i pray that somehow god would work that out for him um and that he would come out on the other side to be able to uh to to help somebody else out and, and kind of get on, on solid ground and stable ground so uh that that's it for me um otherwise i think uh it looks like dev already pushed back from the round table but we're gonna push back yeah, from the round table and then uh we will uh anything else fellas before we hop off that's about it. All right. Well, we will holler at y'all in the next one, and then uh, hopefully get a get a, 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 a um, part two soon, soon enough. We'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.